Good morning, kind folks. It's your KBMR morning news update for Thursday, March 23rd. I'm Steve Baker. Today, you'll learn about zombie forests. But first, here's your regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, showers high near 46, possible one-quarter inch of precipitation. Tonight, showers before 11 p.m., low 29. Tomorrow, patchy fog before 8 a.m., widespread frost before 10 a.m., otherwise mostly sunny, high near 47. And this weekend, widespread frost expected. Sacramento, today, partly sunny, then a chance of showers and a high of 51. Tonight, low 37. Friday, areas of frost before 8 a.m., then mostly sunny and a high of 58. Truckee Tahoe today, chance of snow showers, mostly cloudy, high near 35. Tonight, snow showers likely, mainly before midnight, low around 12. New snow, possibly one inch. Friday, partly sunny, high 34. Placerville today, Cloudy with periods of rain, high 49, Angels Camp. Steady light rain in the morning, showers continuing in the afternoon, and a high of 57. After 12 years and three terms as Nevada County's treasurer and tax collector, Tina Vernon will retire from her elected office because, as she says in a letter to the community, there are changes in my life that need my attention. She'll leave office at the end of April. She is hoping the County Board of Supervisors will appoint Michelle Bodley, the assistant treasurer and tax collector, to fill out her term. Meanwhile, supporters of the Third Act movement in Nevada County called on folks to withdraw their money from big banks that invest in fossil fuel as a way to protect future generations, citing local branches of Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Chase, and Citibank. They were in front of B of A and Wells Fargo in Glenbrook Basin Tuesday afternoon, according to the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. And Ubidoc's urgent care is being acquired by a large health care system. The buyer is wrapping up final lease negotiations with the landlords at the Fowler Center. The clinic is temporarily closed for remodeling and plans to reopen in early April. Ubidoc's urgent care has been serving the community's urgent health care needs since opening in August 2000. Says Linda Rachmel, a registered nurse, co-owner, and practice manager of Ubidoc's, when we opened, very few people had heard of urgent care or knew what an urgent care clinic does. Over the years, we became an essential part of the community's medical landscape. That from Ubinet. And this from Smithsonian Magazine. In California's Sierra Nevada mountain range, ponderosa pines, sugar pines, and Douglas firs stand tall. But despite their imposing nature, many of these cone-producing trees, some of the tallest living things on earth, have a secret. They're living on borrowed time. According to a study published last week in PNAS Nexus, about 20% of these conifers are living in so-called zombie forests, stranded in climate conditions that are too warm to suit them. That number will likely double by the end of the century, researchers say, even if greenhouse gas emissions decrease to the lower end of the scientific projections. This vegetation-climate mismatch effectively puts the trees just one wildfire, extreme drought, or logging event away from disappearing. They're cheating death in a way, says Avery Hill, an ecologist and plant biologist at Stanford University and lead author of the study. As soon as some kind of disturbance event, in California this is probably a wildfire, shakes things up, they won't rise again. They won't keep standing. Using 90 years of vegetation data, researchers created a computer model that shows how the conifer's range has climbed nearly 112 feet upslope since the 1930s. However, as the planet warms, the range with the best temperatures for the trees has also climbed almost 600 feet upslope on average during the period, outpacing the forests. While mature trees are able to continue growing in the mismatched conditions, young trees can't become established as easily. 
Should a destructive event occur to the fully grown plants, they would likely die off and be replaced by shorter shrub-like vegetation that can handle the warmer and drier habitat. The zombie forests are found in lower elevations of the mountain range, largely below 7,700 feet. At the same time, humans have been moving into the foothills of the Sierra Nevada, which are vulnerable to fires. Given the large number of people who live in these ecosystems and the wide range of ecosystem services they confer, we should be looking seriously at options for protecting and enhancing the features that are most important, says Chris Field, a biologist at Stanford focusing on climate change and a co-author of the study. The researchers point to climate factors like changes in annual precipitation and winter temperatures as the main reasons for the shift in suitable conditions. Several decades of aggressive fire suppression strategies have also left the forest more vulnerable to high-intensity wildfires. And mapping these past and potential forest transitions can help forest managers and policymakers prioritize where to employ limited resources, whether by working to prolong the lives of zombie forests or by supporting areas where vegetation and climate are still matched. And some more factoids of California news. Landowners and local water managers are using farmland to capture and funnel the recent barrage of water and snow to feed depleted aquifers. That's what the Los Angeles Times is reporting. And a judge blocked key parts of a California law that restricts the sale of handguns, saying the requirements are unconstitutional and cannot be enforced, according to the Associated Press. Television and movie writers want raises, saying that Hollywood companies have taken unfair advantage of the shift to streaming by devaluing creative work and creating worsening working conditions. Meanwhile, the inevitable melting of California's massive snowpack means that flooding problems are only beginning in the Central Valley, the Fresno Bee is reporting. KVMR community events listings include Jennifer Jewell, author and host of the national radio program and podcast Cultivating Place, Conversations on Natural History and the Human Impulse to Garden. She will speak this Saturday afternoon at 2 p.m. at the Peace Lutheran Church, 828 West Main Street, Grass Valley. Jennifer will explore the philosophy of cultivating place and the belief that gardens and gardeners are powerful agents and spaces for positive change in the world. This community event is organized by UC Master Gardeners of Nevada County and California Native Plant Society Redbud Chapter. Email chrissyfreeman at gmail.com. More information and links available under community events at our website, kvmr.org, and look for March 25th listing. Birthdays today include singer Chaka Khan at age 70. And now back to your Thursday morning show with your hoot of a host, Mr. Paul Barbieri.